All right, well, welcome back to the Bauer Hour. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Nick Becker, co-founder of Lion Leap. Um, if you're in the college world, I'm sure you've heard about this a time or two. Uh, oh, like boy. it or hate it, it's there, folks. <laughs> How are you, brother? I'm doing good. Yeah, just had a just had a red eye from from skiing in Utah yesterday, so a little bit tired, but but getting through the day at the yeah, uh, the grind the doesn't stop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you guys have an office out in New York? Yes. Yeah. We uh we moved here a couple years ago and we have an office kind of in Flatiron, so like right middle of the city. Um just moved up to like the top floor from we're on like the sixth floor, so mini mini move a couple weeks ago. Does that mean bigger office space? Uh it's actually the same size, but it's definitely much better. <laughs> so we're we're okay. We're excited about the the switch. It's funny when you get into like like startups or businesses. Like the office environment is such a pivotal role of like excitement. You're like new office. How am totally. I going to design this? What are we doing? What's in totally. the mini fridge? Yeah, yeah. We just we we had a partnership with Celsius, so we just we just got a big big load of Celsius. That's that's what keeps Dude, us. Everyone running. drinks those Celsius are <sighs> everywhere. I, I'm like obsessed with them. I think they're so good. I think they're the how best many do you drink? drink. How, how many do you drink during a day? I drink two, basically every day lately. But I I tap out of two because it's it's too much caffeine <laughs> if you do more. There's a lot of caffeine, dude. There's a lot. It's not uh, not good to do more. You were so you were in Utah, but the weekend prior you were at the Super Bowl, correct? Yes. Yeah. Not not going to the game, but just went for fun. You have um, activities. What yeah, was that experience yeah. like? Do you have any run-ins with any uh, Dave Portnoy or any of the boys? So Portnoy, um, we were walking in the wind and we saw there was like the high limit like table games area. And we saw Portnoy sitting at a table. And so we actually like, walked in, me and my friend I was with. And then as we kind of walked through the high limit area, I see some dude that had like a little bit of a crowd around him and it looked like he had like 25 K chips, like $25,000 chips. But I was like, no way. And it turns out it was. And so he was betting like 250 K hand had like $2 million in front of him. And who was this guy? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. He was wearing a sweatsuit. He was there with his kid, um, like a 30 year old son of his. And he just, the person was watching him for a couple of minutes before we went over was like, he's already down like over $2 million in the five minutes that I've been watching. So, um, Holy it was pretty crazy. I would, that's a little out of my realm. <laughs> it was, I like, mean, if you, crazy if, to watch if you're betting you 250 grand on a hand of blackjack yeah you're not talking about m's anymore and no no he he like went to the bathroom for a second and he's like he like told his kid he's like all right just like keep betting me so he was like going to the bathroom and he was betting for him he, well so it's yeah, actually he, roulette it wasn't blackjack but it was just like roulette Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> even worse. Yeah, it was it was insane. Did, what else did you guys get into out there? Did you guys go to any of the, like the Super Bowl parties or anything? Yeah, we uh we just we me and my friend that went there both like house music, so we saw like John Summit the first night, which was really fun, and then um kind of just did a bunch of different shows and, and yeah. stuff. 
John Summit out here is really good. And my one of my actually the producer who does all the edits for this show, Martin, he just did John Summit's show in Vail this weekend. And wow. then yeah, so he's like, I don't know exactly what his role was. He's like merchandising uh operations guy. But my friends in Tahoe are really tight with John Summit, actually. My old roommate used to work for him. Wow. So that is yeah, I was, that is I was really, like, Oh, that's really kinda cool. cool. I haven't yeah. seen him in person or anything. I've just obviously seen like the stories and stuff them at shows, but it looks like a great entertainer. He is he is awesome. He, he's uh I've seen him like a couple times and and yeah, he's he's incredible. I really, really like him. That was probably a highlight what? highlight of the trip. Highlight was the John Summit? Yeah, probably. And then we we went to uh we went to this one event which was really cool too. It was like a Jack Harlow concert and Kate Tornado was there, but it was like a, it wasn't at like a club. It was like a pop-up type deal. Um, and so if you saw, did you see that clip of like Jackson Mahomes get like denied entry into like, yeah. Uh, what was this about? His, Do you know? So I was standing next to him when that was happening. And so the camera angle of him getting denied, like from that camera, I was like right next to the person recording it. Um, no way. So I literally watched that happen live and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. He didn't get in. But then five minutes later, he did get into that section. So I'm oh, that's just not fully. Me I think it's like just a lie, basically, that video. But Social media just getting getting to us as usual. Yeah. He was he was but, there the entire rest of the night. So I'm, I think it, think what it did might you be think? fake news. What did you think know, when it was happening? I didn't even know that his, I guess, sister-in-law had the table. I didn't even see her. So I just thought mm -hmm. that he wasn't, I thought he was just trying to get into any section and was just getting denied. And I didn't think that much of it, but I watched that exact yeah. interaction. And then I saw the videos after and I was like, that is hilarious. Like, I was, that happened, that's but, <laughs> my angle. That was yeah, like literally yeah. what you watched. Yeah. But, but then, yeah, the fact that he went, literally five minutes later for the rest of the night makes me think that that was fake news and just like not yeah. a thing, but it, it wouldn't surprise me. That's for sure. Yeah. So with all the traveling you have going on and running a lion leap, what's that like is how do you find the balance in that? It's uh, it's tough. I mean, I think the, the thing about travel is like, there's a lot of benefits of it. Um, it's like super cool to see the country. Like we've, I've probably been to like 35 to 45 of the different States. Um, so it's really cool to like meet a bunch of different people and see a lot of the country that many people don't really get to see. Um, but then it really does take you out of your like normal schedule a lot of the time. So even just like, even just with like trying to normally work and like going to meetings and stuff when you're like on the road and then have to balance it with flights and driving and all that stuff, it, it definitely makes it pretty taxing. So I don't know. I probably travel slightly less than I used to before. Um, but it's, it's still like a good amount of travel. Um, yeah, I feel like I always can... see you out somewhere. I mean, obviously I see you grinding too, but I mean, nothing a Celsius can't help. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Shout out to Celsius. Keep the line <laughs> leap going. Yeah. I was saying just like with line leap for those who don't know, mm -hmm. like what is, you started this back in 2016, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And end of 2016. So what is it? 
What 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 is line leap? Because I get the you can probably assume that you leap lines instead of waiting in them mm-hmm. by the name of it. But like, how did this start? Was it just you and some buddies in a dorm room one day, not wanting to pay twenty bucks to stand in line for an hour and a half? Yeah, so we we basically started it. I was a freshman at the time, um, and my two co-founders were sophomores. And it wasn't even really from us like waiting in lines because we weren't even 21 and able to like go to the venues. Um, just at both of the schools that we went to, Michigan and Wisconsin, it was like a big thing that the upperclassmen kind of constantly talked about. It was like how long the line at this bar was. Like they'd even like send pledges to go check in on the lines and, and whatnot. Um, and so it was kind of clearly a big problem and it didn't seem like any of the venues were like monetizing it, even though that people were clearly willing to pay money for it. And so essentially when we went in and talked to the venue owners, we quickly found out that not only are they not monetizing their line, but they're not using technology almost at all. Um, and so, yeah, we, we kind of thought that why don't we just allow people to pay money to skip from the back of the line to the front of the line and kind of start off with that. And then in the longer run, we can see what other things we can help these venues do um, and, you know, help them market to their customers. And eventually, like down the road, we we now process cover payments. We'll do event tickets. We'll sell drinks through the app. Um, we work with a lot okay. of different non-ALK and ALK sponsors um, to kind of help make their brand top of mind to, to our customer base. Um, but yeah. Essentially, it's it's we just help people have a more enjoyable nightlife experience and help these venues make some extra money. Well, it makes a lot of sense because for everyone who went to college in that college line that you sat in forever, and then you go in and then you wait for a drink three deep totally at the bar. Now you kind of feel like a VIP walking towards the front, getting in, and you're paying what. Just give me a rough estimate what a line leap is, roughly. I'd say the average price is probably like twenty five bucks, um, and it can vary anywhere from ten to you know hundreds sometimes. So it really, it really yeah. has a pretty, pretty wide um, range that. It but can you're make. not waiting in line. It's time. Like if I'm going out with the boys or girlfriend, I don't want to wait in line for an hour and an hour and a half of the night that I'm going. Then I don't get in till midnight. Totally one a.m. Hundred percent. Your night's gone, and even so, it's crazy. Even beyond the line skip piece, like now that people can pay for cover on their phone when they typically have to like carry cash around um, and go to the ATM and get slapped with like a five dollar ATM fee, now they can just do it yep. on their phone. Their payment methods already saved. Um, it kind of makes so not only convenient. the people, yeah, it's it's just a lot more convenient when people are going out now. Um, so not only for the people that don't want to wait in line, but kind of just for everyone. We, we think of it as kind of a net positive. I totally agree. And it's like, we live through this. Like my age demographic lived through this. We're like, I was talking to my buddy the other day about you coming on. He goes, how the hell didn't we think of that? I'm like, <laughs> we probably did at some point, but we were just like kids at college, just shooting the shit with your boys about a business idea like we all do. But these guys just went out and made it happen. Yeah. And that's and- what it was. Required a uh, required a lot of travel. <laughs> that was that was one thing we kind of quickly found out that you need to go in person to all these venues. So we basically just had to travel 
campus to campus and put in years and years of grinding to kind of get even our first initial handful of venues. So what was your first city? Was it Ann Arbor, Madison? Madison was the first one. And then Ann Arbor was the second one. Okay. Go blue. Hey, I am wearing, uh, I don't know if you see this or not. I'm wearing a Washington hoodie (laughs) just because I I had to, because I love this hoodie. It's one of my favorite crew necks I have. Um, but I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta wear it so you can bash on the Huskies, <laughs> which I have no involvement with. Obviously, I'm from Michigan. Yeah, but hell of a game. Did you go to that? I went to that, and yeah, that that game was crazy. When we were just right off the bat, like blowing them out, and then middle of the game was like, oh no, <laughs> that was that was yeah, uh, that was that was a fun game. I was You've had a, with... quite the few couple months. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely. It's definitely been a, a fun 2024 thus far. Um, yeah. Who you're sitting with? Sorry, cut you off there. Uh, I was sitting with Washington people who, who had a less enjoyable game experience than myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. So when you back like to the line leap thing, when you guys were starting, how did you go about it? Like in a certain way, cause you probably had a goal and then you kind of deconstructed it into certain aspects. And have you kind of always been like that? Like when you think about goals and business, things like that? Yeah. I mean, I think the, uh, I think truly like the biggest goal at the start of the day for us for the first like few years was just so many companies get started in college. And we were kind of seeing that so few people actually work on their idea post-college and like do that as their job right out of college. Mm -hmm. Like we were kind of saying that, you know, maybe there's like zero to one startup per year um, of people graduating and like doing that instead of their job. Uh, and maybe it's more than that, but it just didn't seem like there was that many people kind of coming out of Michigan and Wisconsin. And so because we started it so early in college, we we're like, we have a, a lot of time to actually try to get some traction and like work on it post-college without it being that big of a risk. And so really the goal for the first few years was let's work on this post-college let's get enough traction that we can work on this post-college and it be like a smart decision. Um, and so we just powered through those first two to three years and just try to get as much traction as possible so that it could like, that was like the only real intention. Um, yeah. Get then, the momentum going. Exactly. And then once we were able to do that and actually had some traction now, I'd say our goal is to try to build like a, a you know, billion dollar plus company. Um, and, but I think that the biggest thing is now that we've just stayed alive and kept growing and now we're like over seven years in and, um, yeah, I mean the only way that that happens, that's kind of crazy. I know it's, it's been a, it's been a big chunk of my life. (laughs) Yeah. What's like the, that like moment that you're like this, this is the breakthrough that we need at the time. Cause I mean, starting a startup, you go through a roller coaster of emotions. I can imagine where was that time where like you were maybe at a low and then you're like, we just got eight bars at Penn state or something like that where you're like, okay, <clears throat> balls rolling. Yeah. So I, I'd say two, maybe two examples. I'll say um, one, our first summer, we basically had gone through a period of like three months and signed like, a couple bars were just getting absolutely destroyed. And that's when I think it was like a week 
until the start of the school year that we had to like go back to school and, and had to kind of stop work on it for a period of time. Um, or at least couldn't travel around for sales right? while we were in class. But um, we got an email from essentially like the best venue at one of our campuses and they were like, we're, we're willing to meet. And so we literally in that next couple of days, we drove up from the, the bottom of Florida all the way up the country um, ended up signing the venue and it's, it's our best venue in the country now. And so that was, what, what venue is it? Uh, champs at Penn state. So very, very good bar. Um, and yeah, really, really, really great business that they run. Um, but that was like huge to, to get them onto the platform when we were kind of going through a pretty tough stretch. Um, and then I'd say like the, the second piece getting accepted into Y Combinator, which is like a startup accelerator in the Bay Area. Uh, that was like a, I think that that was like a big legitimizing kind of the experience and, and really. Is that for like uh, the funding and stuff that you need to keep progressing forward? Yeah, yeah, Technology exactly. And, and they, it's like a, they just have a super good network and, and really good kind of stamp of approval. It's like, this is a legit company. And so I think, yeah, getting, it's not a bunch of college kids from Ann Arbor and Madison just wanting to you to sign to their app that might be gone in a year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that is probably the other experience I'd say was like a, a really big turning point, kind of like a, um, and that and that was right before we graduated too. So it was just awesome that it coincided with when we were going full time on it anyway. Um, so yeah, because you you guys are in about like. From my um, number, fifty nine cities, is that correct? I think even a, a little bit more than that. Um, I think like about seven. That's now. a lot, bro. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's been, I definitely think when we had started, we could not have really imagined imagined that being the case, especially when the whole goal was just to work on it post college, you know. Yeah, that's insane to go from couples Big Ten schools to, like you said, seventy cities. Did you have to travel to all those? <clears throat> no, I mean, because I'm like a good amount. I mean, I, I would say that I've personally probably traveled to like half of those, maybe if not more. Um, and and same thing with my my two co-founders. Now people are kind of reaching out to you guys. It's getting bigger, and more people are realizing that it works. What was like the big like accepting no as an answer at the beginning, how did you accept that? Or how did you overcome that? Was it like every no is going to lead to a yes. Let's see how many no's we can get today. As in like, sales, <sighs> yeah. I mean, say. one of the, one of the funny experiences of that, my two co-founders previously did a food delivery startup their freshman year. And so they kind of had the real life startup experience ahead of myself. Um, and so, they, from that experience, learned that you're going to get turned down a ton of times and it's like so par for the course and all of those no's can totally lead to a yes. And so right. the first time we were doing sales in that first summer or, you know, kind of started the summer, we were talking to some venues and we just got no, 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 like 10 in a row from all these different venues. And I was like, oh, like. I guess we got to cross them off the list and both of them are like, 
Like, that is not how it works. Like, they're going <laughs> to say, like, you, we won't have a single yes right off the bat. Like, you have to keep following up. And um, even beyond, like, the line loop experience, I think that that's just kind of a note on sales in general is that you're just going to get so many no's. And no no is truly permanent, too. Uh, but, but yeah, that was, that was a cool experience to, to learn. And yeah, it's kind of it's tough at like 19, 20 when you're going through it. Like hearing yeah. no all those times, you're like, shit, man, this is never going to work. Yeah, but but they were true. Uh, they were correct in the sense of like some of our best bars now that we work with told us no a bunch of times and we might get them on six months later or five years later or whatever the case might be. It's not a no, it's not right now for them. Exactly. In your eyes. Exactly. hundred percent. Like why at the beginning were they, was it a no? Like they just didn't believe in the product or was it no one's going to pay to skip a line? I think that a lot of the time people, when they have something that works, they're running their business. They know their business better than we did. Getting, getting anyone to make any change at all is just really tough. And so when people have done things the same way for, you know, 10 plus years, proposing a solution, especially when it wasn't proven, and we only had like a few venues that have, have worked with us, was, was super tough and difficult. And, and still is really tough now when people have just done things the same way. And, and sometimes it might be antiquated. And yeah. So Living really down nice. here in the South, I've... I've, I've come to realize change is kind of tough Exactly. living down here in North Carolina. It's like things are changing and some, the old boys that I know out here, they're like, <laughs> hate it. Yeah. And that's, that's all. Everyone hates change. Like you said. Yep. hundred percent. And I think, I think too, there were a chunk of like a lot of people, especially college students if you think of like college students, like trying to come up with startup ideas, there's not a yep. whole lot that they know about. Like there's maybe like some social media ideas and then there's ideas about restaurants and there's ideas about bars. Not many of these college kids know neuroscience or any of these like highly technical fields that they could really yeah. have the experience necessary to kind of build those startups. So I think too, there's a lot of people that tried restaurant apps. There's a lot of people that tried like bar nightclub apps. And so I think, and if a lot of those didn't end up working out, uh, sometimes when you're approaching these people, they've heard the idea pitched them, you know, five, 10, 20 times in the past. And so that was kind of the other thing with like falling up so many times you had to kind of show like, we're not going to be gone in six months. Like this is going to be here to stay. Um, and we're going to be like a true hop on the partner. train or get ran over. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it seems like you guys are doing it, dude. That's fucking sick. I'm stoked for you, man. I'm proud of you, man. Thank it's funny. You. Uh, when I met you, you were probably two. It probably was around the time you started this. Now that I think about it. I mean, my, it was probably, I would guess that it was probably before when they, Honestly, yeah, because I moved to Maui in 2015 and I met you through your cousin Anna, yeah, and Ihi and them. So I probably met you that year when you were just going to Michigan, yeah, yeah. Is but even, I mean, when, when we started going to Hawaii, it was before college, even 
So I would, I would guess that you probably, I would guess that we met each other probably like the year or two before even, um, which is pretty crazy. That seems like, a, that's pretty crazy to think about time does not stand still <laughs> folks. That's for sure. 100%. Jesus, dude, that was eight, nine years ago. I was out there. That's, <laughs> that's wild. One man. of the, one of I, the funny I, things is like thinking about how old Willa and I am now is like Ehi when we first met her was like younger than us now <laughs> and i remember at the time yeah. when we were like in high school we think of everyone as so much older and more mature which it's funny that like our first now you're in their position yeah, yeah. We're, we're in their position and now even older i mean it's it's so funny how it works i think about that sometimes when i was like just same thing like in high school i like would be with at somewhere in this older person that I knew that went to high school there, whatever. He's like 32 years old, 34. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, man, he has the, all the wisdom in the world. And now I'm like 31. I'm like, he didn't have shit figured <laughs> out. <laughs> he was just going with the wind too. Yeah. yeah. It's just weird how life works. Sometimes I was reading an article about lion leap. Um, it was with some Penn state people. And uh, one of them, was against it. One of them was for it. I, you probably have seen this article. It was last fall. Uh -huh. um, the guy who wasn't for it was like, why add another expense to a college student? So like, what's, what's the rebuttal on that? It's like, <clears throat> they're already paying at some point, like, and the people who are probably paying for line leap aren't really living off ramen anyways, to be honest. I mean, I think the, uh, that's kind of where all the other products come into play. Like, I think if someone doesn't want to use the line skip, that's completely fine. And that's really not designed for everyone. And although it is something that, you know, if it's your birthday or your parents might be in town or there's some special situation, I think it is something and it's priced where someone could splurge on it if they really want to. But I think that's why we have the cashless cover product. We'll do the event ticketing for concerts. Um, we'll do a number of bar crawls all across the country. And so even if that customer might not buy the line skip and has that opinion on adding that extra expense on the line skip, then they should buy the cover. They should go to one of our concerts. They should go to one of our bar crawls. And even yeah, those so you're products, offering more than just a line skip. Exactly. And, and so I think we're, that's kind of the other products. We really do want it to be a positive for every person, um, regardless of if you want to skip the line or not. Uh, and so I think in that article, yeah, go ahead. no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the other, we also have like social features where you can kind of ping your friends when you're out and post photos, what you're up to Ooh. at the bar. And in that article, that's one of the notes that both the positive and the negative one talks about is like, well, at least, at least they do have the ability to ping your friends and, you know, have yeah. funny, funny. I love selfies. that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been a really cool feature lately. Well, I like it too, because it's like, I don't have to ask my friends where they're at or if they're out exactly. or have their location. Yeah. Yeah. It just automatically kind of pings it out. And... Yeah. And if I want my friends to know where I'm at, bing, I'm at Champs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Are, are you guys located in Charlotte area or no? We, we, I don't think so. Uh, I feel or... like we've talked about this before and I don't know if you guys are. Yeah. We, we haven't made a big push into that yet, but I, I think we'll, we'll definitely try to in the coming months. We, we just, to, we just added to the sales team. Um, to be honest, I don't know if, 
there's that many places that I can think of mm-hmm. in Charlotte area that is like that. Yeah. Because might... there's not a there's not a co- big college here. There's like some clubs mm-hmm. that Friday and Saturday could utilize it. But also, like you said, you're not just offering the line skip. You're off if there's events and stuff and covers as well. There's people that charge covers. So there's a space for that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It might, it might need to be some of the other products more so. It sounds like. Yeah. What are you guys trying to do going forward with Lion Leap? Like what's the, the 2024 goals? Yeah. I mean, we, we just want to keep growing super aggressively. Um, we, we made a lot of big push on the tech side of things the past year and, and really vamped that team up and came up with a number of awesome new products and features. So now we're just trying to really go crazy on the expansion side of things and, and really try to get it everywhere basically. Um, so that's, I'd say the name of the game this year is like really just about expansion and trying to take over like yeah. all of the colleges. Uh, yeah. Get a bunch of soldiers on the ground. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's been a, very fair. That's me a big, big focus for 2024. Do you, do you guys have, um, line leap ambassadors? We do. Like if there's, if there's a kid in, at U of M listening to this right now, he's like, maybe not U of M, but somewhere that want to be an ambassador. What's, what do, what do they, what's that entail for them? Like, what do they do? Yes, yeah, so we, we have kind of a number of different roles that people are able to do. Um, people can help working the line and kind of getting the word out when, when the bars are super busy and there's long lines. So people can kind of talk to people in line and let them know that they have the option to skip or that they can pay for cover. And then we also have ambassadors that might just be more promoting it to their friends or in different social circles, um, kind of not necessarily having to be at the bar. And then yeah. we also have, when we do all of those different bar crawls and events, we also have bar crawl ambassadors as well. They kind of help organize their t-shirts and help let I, their I saw one of those. sororities about, about the crawl. So I think I saw, uh, do you guys do one at IU? Yes. Yeah. I think I, that was, might have been two years ago. Uh-huh. Maybe. I don't remember, but I did see that one. It looked like a, it looked like a good time. Yeah. If I was twenty three years old, that's where I would have wanted. To yeah. Be. Yeah, and that that's a that's a cool thing with the bar crawls and some of those other products is like we're we're kind of creating new fun events out of thin air that you know some of these might end up being some of the college students' best nights of their college career. You know, and then kind of like really creating building a the brand, baby. Yeah. Yeah, so building the brand. It's been fun. Well, you're in a good spot now out there in in New York City, which is crazy. You went from you grew up in like Palo Alto area, yeah, or no? Yep. yep. West Coast to the East Coast, the Big <laughs> Apple. What was that like? So you grew up in Palo Alto. Was it like your whole? Then you went to Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. I and, did literally okay. every. <laughs> I was in California, then middle of the country, which I live there two years post-college still. So I spent six years in the Midwest and now I've been in New York for two years and don't, don't really see myself leaving anytime soon. Um, so I've, I've definitely you like New York experiences. I, I really like New York. What's it been like? I, I have a story for, I went to New York, uh, 2021. I was doing a road trip for three months and uh, which is insane to think about. I wish I would have had someone there with me the whole time. Uh-huh. It would have been some great content. I'll tell you that. That's funny. But I go to New York. I meet up with 
this girl from that went to a high school by me in Michigan. I haven't seen her in 10 years. Probably. She's like, Hey, you should come stay with me and my roommate. We're moving in three days. It's our last week in New York city. I'm like, what better timing for me to come through? Right. Uh We go, we go out to like this random bar. They're like playing bingo. I end up winning bingo. I win a Magnum gray goose bottle, dude. (laughs) Like, what am I going to do with this? Right. That's so funny. I go, it's like two in the morning. I'm going to get a slice of pizza as one does visiting New York City. I set the bottle of Grey Goose down, get a slice of pizza, maybe a minute. Not My eyes were off this bottle of Grey Goose. Uh-huh. Turn around, homeless guy, dude, just chugging this thing. <laughs> and I'm like, it's yours now, brother. It's yours now. Oh I gosh. was like, New York City is a place where you'll see every type of character. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love that. I was like, this isn't. <laughs> what's your, what's your experience been like there out there? It's, it's been awesome. I have a so Lauren just recently moved here, which has been super, super great. She's like five minute walk from me, so we get to see really? each other a lot, which is awesome. Um, so that's awesome. And then I have a good chunk of home friends here, as well as people from Michigan too. So there's, and then I still live with my two co-founders from Lion Leap. Uh, so kind of have smart play. Yeah. Have, have a great squad of people out here, which, which makes it really, really nice. So it doesn't feel Here's like a question that foreign of a time, you know? Yeah. Cause you have like familiar faces. Here's a question for, do you mix friend groups? Like, like when you're in some, like for me, I have like my basketball friends. I have my t- friends from home. I have friends from blah, blah, blah. But I don't really mix them until it's like a big event. And then it's like, okay, everyone come together. Do you mix friends like on a random night? Uh, it's not, kind of a weird question. As, someone someone asked much, me this. I'm I'd like, say, I don't know. I, I would say not as, not that, I, definitely more if it's like birthdays or, or those kind of things. Yeah. And I'd say that there's certain friends that might, join a certain group and and kind of like yeah well we all have a we all have a friend that's a liability that you don't know if you can get around a certain group yeah but i I think it's still i think it still kind of maintains its loose pockets you know it's weird i never thought about it until someone asked me that the other day i was like do i mingle my friend groups and like thought about it i was like nah not (laughs) really i guess i don't really do it that often it was weird i was like I was like, why did you come up with that? He's like, no, nah, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. Like, of course. Duh. Why did I even ask? What What was like the biggest, like moving from the Midwest to the Big Apple? What was like, was there any fear in that? Because the big city is the big city. Mm-hmm. You hear stories about it, it, it crime, whatever it may be. Hmm. But like, did you have any fear going through it? Or did you were like, hey, me and the boys are going to do this and we're going to kick the shit out of what we got coming up i i would say there was a lot more excitement and it might be because i was fairly ready to to leave michigan i'd spent like six years my life which one does um and i was pretty i think that i would have been much 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 more fearful had my a lot of my close friends not lived in new york 
if I was going to New York, like an entirely new city and had no friends there or like one or two friends there, I think that I would have had like a lot more anxiety about it. But because I was not only going there with my coworkers that I absolutely love and then also a good chunk of friends, I think that that, that made the transition a lot easier. And it's, yeah, also just so much stuff to do that I, I visited a couple times and like really enjoyed my experiences there. So I was pretty excited to, to make the trek over there and I've, but I still have liked it a lot more than I was even anticipating. Honestly, I think that I, initially, why New York? Like why the move or why New York? No, just why New York? Like, I just think that there's so much, there's just so much to opportunity. Do. Yeah, there's so much opportunity. There's just like so much to do. I just, it's a really cool city to be in, in your twenties, you know, and there's just And I so think much a lot happening. of people like the happening and that there's so much going on. It makes you, not makes you, but you want to do more because everyone's on the hustle bustle. Everyone's mm-hmm. walking fast. Everyone's, it's not like when you're visiting Maui where you're just like cruising and, you know, people are doing stuff, but it's not like that. You see guys in finance, you see guys at wall street, you see a, guys whatever and you're like damn i want to keep grinding to get to where these guys are do you see a lot of motivation in that i think so i i I think that that's the other thing is like just a lot of my friends work really hard as well so it's it's you know if you have a lot of your friends that are like also grinding and like working hard i think it just generally makes it like more acceptable and like easier to do um, if yeah. your other friends have to work weekends and whatnot, you know, if you're getting pulled every single day to go do X, Y, Z thing, it's just, it's probably, there's possible. always something to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's always something you could do. Do you, I mean, that goes to like surround yourself. You are who you surround yourself with. Right. Yeah. And it seems like you're a big believer in that. hundred, hundred percent. Yeah. And so do you ever find yourself? Cause there's been times in my life where I'm like, having a conversation or I'm like in a group where I'm like, how did I get here? Like no offense to them, but there's no like value into the time that was being spent. And so I'm like, how do I exit this? And then, then I reevaluate if I want to continue to hang out with them. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had that? You know what I mean? I don't think I've had that. I think that I, I have friends and, maybe even like family members that I think have, have experienced some of that before in the past. I think I've just gotten like pretty lucky that I think my values and like even like working situations and stuff have lined up pretty yeah. well with a lot of my friends. Um, so, and I guess you've been doing this since you've been an adult basically. So yeah, your free time has kind of worked around this and obviously having your share of fun. And do you find yourself with your friends? Like, do you guys, when you spend, say you go to dinner with four of the boys. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm going to ask you what four boys are you picking for <laughs> this question? You only get to pick four. But is it kind of more of like a, let's just hang out and be boys? Or is is it like a mastermind of like, where, like, what do we got going on? I would say, I would say more just, just 
chilling with the boys and seeing where the night takes us. You got to have a you got to have a separate a yeah. separation yeah. of business and play. Yeah, that's kind of where I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of us get consumed in let's make the next move, let's make the next, and we some people just don't have that relaxation where they just can turn it off and just be one of the boys. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think that when you already like work enough, it's nice to just have some separation and you know just still get to live your life and i think one cool thing is just that regardless of what people's like work situations are any of those things like everyone is still just trying to enjoy life and like hang out with their friends and you know be normal regardless of what they do on the day to day I think people get caught up in that so much of like, I totally agree. maybe not comparing themselves, but like, what do you, I hate the question. The first two minutes of introducing myself to somebody, what do you do? Uh huh. Or I just, cause honestly, like maybe it might give us like a break a barrier of and connect, but I don't not to say I don't care what you do, but I'm not judging. I don't value what you do over how you are as a person, so to speak. Do you know what I mean by that? <clears throat> Completely agree. And I think that, yeah, like that's just one aspect of your life. <laughs> you know, hopefully you yeah, have one plenty thing. other different, everyone brings like so much different things to the table that I think, uh, I think that. Like, can you carry a conversation with me? Can you tell me a funny joke? Can Like if we were at a social event and you're trying to talk to me about the market, that's going to be tough for me. Well, and if you are talking with someone and you guys both happen to be passionate about that, then great. <laughs> if you find yes. some commonality about that, but if that's not the case, <laughs> that person doesn't care about it, then that's that's probably not not the not the right play. <laughs> so let's get who's the two who's the friends who's the four friends you're taking to a to a boys dinner. Five, five, a reservation for five. <laughs> we only got four. We only, we got one chair with Nick Becker. We need four more chairs filled. Who is it going to be? Anybody. <sighs> Anybody? Um, besides family, oh. besides family. Cause one of the, I, I know it would have been the four. Yeah. I know it would have been, it would have been the kids. I know That's who it would have been, but no family. That's funny. And that would, hey, that'd be a hell of a fucking table, too. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That would be that would be a fun table. I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Max and Patrick, my two co-founders, who I love dearly and and have awesome relationships with, and then I'll go my two best friends that I grew up my whole life with, Nick and Marcus, um, who have had ton of awesome experiences with them. Nick actually he came for the tail end of the Super Bowl Vegas trip, which was really awesome. And then Marcus lives in New York, and he's he's spent some time out on Maui before. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd pick those four. Those four, the boys. I think you might have to get it get it going. Yeah, boys might have to might have to get the kid. Mark, is it Marcus that doesn't live in New York, or uh, Nick? Doesn't. Nick doesn't Nick live doesn't, in New York. Yeah, you can have to get Nick in New York yeah. and get the boys at yeah. at one of the restaurants. Like, where's your favorite restaurant in New York? If you got if you're gonna take a little lovely lady out on a little date. <laughs> there's a Jersey Mike's. There's Jersey a Mike's? really good sushi place that's actually like for 
Omakaze, very reasonably priced. I'd pick Sushi Kai. It's really, really good. Pretty close to my Sushi Kai? Yeah. I'd say that. Okay, walking distance. Walking distance. We do like that. Yeah, it's, it's... You're not seeing anybody right now, huh? I'm not. No. Um, yeah, time. Do you even have time to see anybody building this this company, man? I I definitely would. I, I just don't. I just don't currently now. But um, but yeah, no free free agent currently. Free agent. We have to have a GM call you or something. <laughs> Has some of the, my my buddy Matt lives in New York. Um, he I didn't know you moved out there when he moved there. He works at one of the Hyatts. Nice. Um, he was at Hyatt Center. I actually knew Lauren lived there. Him and Lauren like met up for a drink or something. That's awesome. But I need to get you in contact with Matt. Yeah, yeah. He was one of my best friends out in Maui. He's he's the man. Sweet. He's your age too. Yeah, yeah. You guys will have a bus. He's a big uh, Fredigan. Is it Fredigan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a big Fred guy. That's awesome. Like if there's a show in New York City, he's going That's to be sweet. there to watch that guy. That's awesome. Uh, I do got a question for you, man. Who's who like in your life? Who's had the biggest impact on where you are today? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to do some thinking. Um, You can think on that. Hmm. It's a tough question. There's a lot of people that come into play. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would have to, I would have to say parents. Um, I think that, uh, I think that just like how they kind of live their life and like just trying to kind of emulate a lot of that, like definitely, definitely like set the stage. And I absolutely love both of them to death. Uh, so I do, do they like in that, do you mean like, uh, they, how they live their life and like work life balance where they. Yeah. 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 I'd say like how they prioritize like work and family time. I think that that's like, that's like exactly how I would like to live my life later when I have a family and yeah, just like work ethic, I think has definitely been instilled. That in got, got instilled in you pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you were like a high school athlete, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I, I played football in the cross. Lacrosse is a big thing out there. It wasn't really a big thing in Michigan, but football was <clears> obviously. But what position in football? I'm gonna guess. Can I guess? Guess. How tall are you? I'm like five ten, five eleven, maybe. Cornerback. That's a great guess, but I'm not fast. I'm I was outside linebacker. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a good. But I was outside like, linebacker. I was like insanely small for being an outside linebacker. What, uh, so you didn't want to pursue that later in co- like to the college level and you just wanted to go to Ann Arbor and experience the big 10 culture. If I could have played and I was good enough, I definitely would have probably played in college. Cause I was like obsessed with football, but wasn't, wasn't quite in the cards. Me being the size I was and not fast. Yeah. <laughs> and like having that being competitive in high school, I think carried over into your adulthood it seems it seems like to me and i think that just goes to show like how valuable sports are no matter where you go <clears throat> teaching teamwork managing like who does what everyone ha- plays their part and i'm sure you're seeing that now a lot in line leap as you guys are growing exponentially like being in 70 cities dude from when i talked to you four years ago in maui is 
freaking insane. Totally. Like you could better give your pat yourself a pat on the back every once in a while. Yeah, but I, and if you don't, you need to get smacked. I think the I think the sports thing I totally agree with though cuz like when you're in high school and or even like middle school, if you're like super into a sport and you spend the entire year like working in the gym like trying to like you know, with the goal of winning the division or whatever it kind of comes out to be and then as the season progresses, you like see how it ends up going and Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't work out. I think maps to life so, so well, you know, and it, it's really good yeah. life lessons. And you kind of went through something when you were in high school um, that kind of changed the trajectory of where you wanted to go um, with having a concussion. Do you want to kind of get into that and like how, how that kind of shaped where you like your thought pattern of where you wanted to be in the next couple of years instead of going to play D3 football or whatever it might've been mm-hmm. kind of changed the tra- trajectory of where you were going. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, basically my senior year got like super, super bad concussion. I'd like no idea where I was or like what day of the week it was or, or any of those things. Um, just from like tackling or running back. And I basically had like a year and a half where I had terrible headaches, like all the time and couldn't even like really think, so my entire senior year of high school, I couldn't think without having pain, basically. So my entire like senior year of high school, I was really in like tough, tough shape and was doing like physical therapy every single day after school. And then even college, my freshman year, I you know still was getting like a ton of extended time and sometimes got super, super bad headaches. But... The, the scary thing with the head is like they really don't know that much about it and the doctors just like did not know when or if it was going to get better so I was thinking Jesus. I was just praying that this wasn't going to be the rest of my life and there wasn't that much assurance that to you me. could do <laughs> yeah. Too. yeah you're like well, is this going to be what life looks like going forward that kind of I mean correct me if I'm wrong, probably took you down a little bad path, like depression and stuff. Like it was, it was it a would, super, it would have for me. Yeah, it was a, sure. it was a really, really tough time. And I think it put things into perspective when I did get better soon that even like normal baseline life where you might not immediately think like how amazing it is. It truly is like incredible because you don't have that situation. Like I live with that situation for like two years. So now having normal life, which has its obviously like ups and downs and I'm still incredibly fortunate, but it's, uh, you forget how lucky you truly are until you have stuff like that happen. And, you know, and I think every, everyone faces that many times in life when they, they don't appreciate how great they have it until something bad happens. Even like the little things of like going through, just your everyday life. You know, you, you drive to the office, you drive to work, you clock in, clock, whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. you kind of just are in this like mindless state sometimes. And then one day you're like, shit, this actually isn't that bad, man. Yeah. I'm like, it's beautiful out. It's 65, sunny, and life's good. Like I get to go to work. You kind of lose that as you go throughout life. For me personally, it's like, man, life's good. Like I'm 31 years old. 
live in a great spot, have great friends, have great relationships. It's, it's not that bad. Cause when I first moved to Charlotte, dude, I was like, what did I do? <laughs> like, why did I leave Tahoe? Why did I leave Maui? Like all these things hit me. My first night in Charlotte was one of the worst life thoughts, mm-hmm. like processes that I've ever had. I'm like, I'm literally restarting my life at 29 years old, 30 years old. Why? And then like, as time went on, I'm like, you appreciate why you're here and the journey that got you there. Yeah. So like, I wouldn't be here if X, Y, and Z didn't happen. I appreciate all that. I appreciate the time that I had in those other spaces. And guess what? They'll, if I wanted to go back to them, they're going to be there. Tahoe's going to be there. Maui's going to be there. Things change, but you can always go back to where you were if you're not happy. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get, get stuck in that. This is my life. This is what it has to be. Instead of taking that leap of faith of moving, starting a startup, which is out of my realm at the moment, but just taking the risk of making themselves and get to where they want to be. And they're kind of scared of that. Did you ever have that when you're like, like starting line leap where you're like, shit, my life's going to change right now. Yeah. I mean, I think the, I think the biggest thing is that even continuing on the same path is itself a choice, (laughs) you know? So even if there were like times where like, let's say that I had to like knock on like a family vacation because I had to work or something, I constantly had to remind myself that I'm literally making a choice. Like no one's forcing me to do this. Like this is my decision. And I would, I think it's the best decision of all time. And so I'm, I'm going to continue doing this. And even if I might have this negative thing, like I'm doing it for X, Y, Z reason. And I think everyone's, that's just how life is. Like there's pros and cons. to literally everything. And you know, if you have too much positive in life too, you just get jaded. That's like how life works basically. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Missing the family vacations do suck. Yeah. But like you said, it's like I'm building something here for my family's future to go on vacations. Totally. If you think about it like that, like, okay, this is good. Yeah. And, and you're just, you're, you're even beyond that. You're working on what you want to do. You're spending like, you clearly made the decision to move to Charlotte for some reason, (laughs) you know, even if there were negatives of it, it's still your choice. Again, you can always undo choices and change that. That's just what you're doing at the time. And that's, that's life, you know? Right. I feel like you got a pretty good head on your shoulders, brother. (laughs) You you got it. You got, you got a good mindset and I like it. I like to see it, man. Thank you. Not too, not too long ago, we were um, out at Uncle Mike's house in Lahaina <laughs> celebrating uh, Christmas yeah. together. Yeah. Going to midnight mass. <laughs> Good times. Going to midnight. Good times, Good times. in Lahaina, Uncle Mike's. That was no more, one of my no favorite more memories comments with you guys. on midnight mass. <laughs> no, no, no more. Not at all. That was, uh, those were some of my favorite times, you guys, man. You, your family's awesome, man. Yeah. I couldn't say it enough. I see it. I saw Willa a couple of times out in Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to hang out with her. She's recently engaged, uh, which I'm congrats pumped, to them because yeah. that's all. He's he's the man. I love I love the doctor. He's he's yeah, great the guy. doctor. Me and, me and Lauren are gonna get dinner with him or do something this week. He's he's in New York visiting. 
Oh, yes. is he? Tell him I said what's up when you see him because that guy, Doctor Jenkins, Matt, he's the man. Yeah, he I'm always he, he always rounds up for the kids when he's like checking out at grocery stores. That's just the that's the Does heart he? that's the heart he has. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. And we always all get that too. We, we do you want to round up for district public schools? Like sometimes, like yeah, yeah. we just like don't hear him or something. He's the man. He he does it every time, yeah. huh? Yeah, he's he's a good guy. I love. Willa's him. got a catch. Yeah, she's, Willa's got a catch. They're both they're both very very lucky. Yeah, I'm stoked for them. Uh, r- real quick before we hop off here, man, do you have any? For those guys, those kids, young kids out in freshmen, sophomores in college who have an idea or maybe they're out of school, whatever, mm-hmm. like w- what's your, as an entrepreneur going through it, been through it, what's your advice on someone who is maybe thinking of starting something? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing that I would suggest is to just get started, <laughs> uh, even like what made, I was trying to do a different startup even before Line Leap, which I was working on for like three or four months, which is how I got connected to my two co-founders by, you know, make your own luck. Like I was typing out an email in class, trying to work on that other startup. Someone was like, oh, what is this that makes the intro between us? I think the biggest thing is that whatever it was just got started on it because the idea can always change. And if you're working on it, good things are going to happen because you're at least like actually doing it and your customers can actually give you feedback and the idea can change. And then for our purposes, I would get started as early in college or just as early in life as possible because, you know, we had like startups take time. And we had three years that we were able to work on it in a pretty low risk environment where even if it failed in college, I think each, all three of us sort of said it was like the best experience, like literally of all time. And we learned so, so much. So it really wasn't that much of a risk besides, you know, having to turn down some of those things and work harder. But yeah, I think like just try and, actually do it as soon as possible and like good things will happen if you kind of keep pushing on i love that dude i love that and where do we find so download the app line leap yes for those listening and then instagram do you guys have instagram yeah yeah we, obviously it's uh at line leap so follow, follow us on at line, oh easy follow me on instagram nick dude it's been a pleasure man i'm stoked uh hopefully we link up in person and, you know, maybe I'll be sitting at the table. Yeah. yeah hopefully, Dude, awesome. hopefully Maui sometime. I'm, I'm always down to do that. We'll make that happen. Yeah. Well, Hey man, I appreciate you taking the time to come on and kind of share your story and story of line leap. And I wish nothing but the best for you, my guy. And the, the world's yours, man. Keep grinding, <laughs> keep doing your thing. And, don't let the hustle and bustle get to you too much and enjoy your time, man. Appreciate it. Good, good chatting and hope to see you soon. All right, brother. Peace.